Hey, hey. Okay, we're just going to kind of dive right in, ready to go and ready to talk. So I had a mom reach out to me, and I think that this is something that probably a lot of us are going through right now, especially since school just started and the summer is over, Um, but I think even more so because of the pandemic, and that is, um, she said, the screen thing got away from me. It's my fault. I kind of just let them do whatever they wanted this summer. Um, but I've been listening to you and following you on Instagram and now I feel horrible and what, what can I do? She has three kids, um, one teenager, one preteen and a little one who's, I believe four. And she says, what can I do? I've, you know, I've really enjoyed the peace and quiet. I have enjoyed not fighting with them and not dealing with the tantrums or the backlash and I'm able to get stuff done but I know this isn't good for their mental health my son the teenager loves to play video games Um, he has snapchat and tiktok and all the social media Um, and when I looked at his settings to see um, how long he had spent on his phone you know there were days when he was spending like 13 plus hours on his phone and you guys let me just tell you that is very common I have teenagers come to my office all the time and when we pull up their settings to see how much time they're spending I mean you you would be shocked how much time is spent on YouTube TikTok Instagram Snapchat and all that jazz um and so she was asking about that and then her preteen is on her phone a lot and then the little one even um that's how they get him to eat dinner is put on uh youtube so that he's kind of distracted with uh watching youtube and then they're all eating and i guess all on their devices and so there's a lot there's a lot there that's concerning um but i love that this mom was honest with me and reached out to me and i i know that there's a lot of moms out there that are going through that and don't know how to handle it And so first and foremost, I want you to make a list and goals of what you want and what is realistic. What do you want your lifestyle with screens or without screens to be like in your house? What is realistic too? So we need screens for school sometimes. We need screens for work, email. Um, Some kids, I know they watch Netflix in their rooms, that sort of thing. Um, I will just go out and say I'm not a fan of screens in bedrooms. I'm just not. I've never been a fan of TVs in bedrooms, and that goes way back from, you know, my upbringing and stuff. And my parents always said that that was an absolute no, even though, gosh, wouldn't that have been so nice? (laughs) Um, But I'm, I'm not a fan of TV even in bedrooms, but I'm really not a fan of access to social media and the world wide web in their bedrooms because there's just too much that they can get exposed to i don't care how many parental controls you guys have set up or what apps you guys have to watch your kids they can usually get around stuff um a lot of times there's even you know tiktok and youtube videos teaching them how to get around parental controls and they you know they stay up till two three o'clock in the morning and no one needs to be doing that you know no no one needs to be doing that and what are they looking at right so anyways i'm not a fan of screens in in bedrooms period um i forgot where i was going with that oh so making your goals like what do you want you know y'all's lifestyle to look like right so one let's start with the four-year-old so he 
she said he has an iPad that he gets on most most of the time through the day. They need it to like kind of calm him down when he's getting upset. Um, and definitely at the dinner table every night while he's eating. So there's a couple things we want to focus on. We want him to be able to eat without a device, one. We want uh, dinner times, they're not always gonna be super interactive and full of conversation, but we definitely want to eliminate the things that are gonna prevent conversation, right? I mean, that's the age old thing, is that dinner time is times for families to connect. And I know that, I mean, especially in our house, we don't have dinner together every single night. But um, when we do, that is our time to talk about our day and reflect on how things are going. And it's, a, and let me tell y'all something too when kids are eating, like they'll talk, like they're so consumed with what they're eating that they don't even realize they're telling us stuff. But anyways, so for a four-year-old, you don't, I mean, this is a crucial age that you want him to, and I'm calling it a him, and I don't know if it's a him or her, so I don't know, but we want him to, to learn the, the appropriate manners and habits to be at the table and four is a hard age I'm not gonna lie it's a really hard age but I would say at four years old as hard as this is going to be it is going to be hard for about two three maybe four days so gear up I'd say take it away cold turkey no iPad at all like not during the day not during dinner if he doesn't eat dinner give him a yogurt you know and send him to bed or whatever like my whole thing dinner is so hard oh my gosh dinner is hard especially at that age and with picky eaters but I am a fan of if you don't want to eat what I'm cooking you may have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or nothing at all like that's your option that is it um and it really does have to start that young for them to truly understand it because like when are you gonna stop that you know what I mean like when they're eight years old no they're gonna be more addicted to it so okay so that's the second goal so one is to have you know good family time eventually learning how to eat foods right uh, without an iPad the second thing I would say is is to avoid screen addiction so that goes for all three kids right no matter the ages we want to avoid screen addiction for our kids so that means um you know studies show less than two hours a day is appropriate for kids and guys I also have to say this because this definitely gets misinterpreted a lot when I say screens I am not necessarily talking about the tv so the difference between tv and like someone scrolling on tiktok or playing a video game or watching youtube um at at the dinner table is that TV is not usually interactive. I know there's those um, shows on Netflix right now, but um, it's not typically interactive. And so it does not feed into that dopamine drip that we get when we get on social media and that sort of thing. Now, not that social media is super interactive, but social media is so like um, quick, keeps your attention span because there's always new things that you're scrolling through. And that's what's wrong with YouTube too. It's like you got like your two minute video and then on to the next thing. And so you get these dopamine hits every time that something new pops up. So that is something that we want to avoid is screen addiction, right? And one of the another reason that I don't like it in bedrooms is screen addiction is so easy I mean parents look at yourself like we are very guilty of this too um and a lot of times 
like kids are staying up till two or three o'clock in the morning and we don't want them to miss sleep. Okay, so we want our kids to eat and have um, be able to get through the day without an iPad. We want them to not become screen addicted. Um, we need to teach our kids, I'm going back to like the four-year-old, maybe, well, maybe the tween and the teenager. We want to teach our kids how to self-regulate. So a lot of times what we see is that these kids are leaning on their phones or their tablets because they just can't, right? Like that's what I hear all the time. I just, I can't, I would die. I'm going to die. I need to just uh, scroll on TikTok. And it's like, well, actually hold up, hold up. You can, and you will, and you need to, because if you don't, then like there's, you're not going to be able to get through life if you can't struggle a little bit without your phone. So that's another goal is teaching our kids how to cope, right? And so so these are some of the goals that I'm coming up with, but I want you to really sit there and think about like what in y'all's lifestyle needs to kind of be adjusted. Then you guys all sit down as a family. You have a big family meeting. Do not put this off though because dad has to work late or because so-and-so has football practice. Like this needs to happen yesterday. So really sit down, pick a time that y'all are all going to get together and talk. And you approach it as a family, not as pinpointing the 15-year-old or pinpointing the four-year-old, you know, like, but really saying like, I've learned a couple new things. I don't like it. I let things kind of get out of hand this summer, you know, with the pandemic, I, you know, I didn't know what else to do and but I'm ready for to make a positive change for our family and that includes all of us not just you not just you but all of us um, we've all just been on our devices too much and and I know you guys can agree with me on that and admit that and I'm you I'm not shaming you I'm not blaming you I'm not no one is at fault um, but it's just time for us to make a lifestyle change. And so I want to hear from you guys what you feel about this and what you're willing to kind of change within your lifestyle with your phone and with your tablet. Obviously, the four-year-old's going to be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, so the four-year-old's not going to be able to contribute to the conversation as much. But um, I think it would be a good idea to set time limits, right? So like no devices are able to connect to the Wi-Fi um, or have data past 10 p.m., something like that. So some sort of like quote-unquote bedtime for the devices would be a really good start. Um, also setting time limits. So if you have an Apple, you can go into settings and set up screen time limits for each device so that they can only um, call and text after a certain time on their phone. So like one of my clients, I remember she was so mad because her dad set up her social media to where she only had 30 minutes a day on social media. But the good thing, so she was mad at first, but then after like a week, she was really thankful because she was like, I got all my schoolwork done. I actually hung out with my friends and like hung out with them. Didn't like sit on my phone the whole time. It's actually been kind of nice to have a break from it. Um, and then uh, she was saying that like getting on Snapchat or whatever became more intentional. So like instead of getting on and scrolling mindlessly on her phone, she would get on specifically to get a hold of someone or to answer a text or whatever. And it became more intentional. And that's what I see as a big problem with social media. And I'll make a whole nother episode about social media. But one of the biggest problems I see is mindless scrolling and how it's just really not good for our mental health. But if we get on with some purpose and like 
the intent to be productive, it can be more okay. So that's another good reason to have those time limits, those screen time limits on the phone. Okay, so a good conversation talking about what you would like to see change. Hear your kids out, right? Let them contribute, right? And then you have to figure out what they're going to do with their time to replace that, right? So you guys sit there and make a plan. Okay, so normally you're on your phone when you get home from school, from this time to this time until it's dinner time. I'm not really okay with that anymore. What can you do instead from this time to this time. And usually after school, they want to veg out. They want to relax. That's fine. Give them 30 minutes. Give them an hour on the TV. That's totally fine. But then they need to go do something, whether it's getting their homework done or going and doing something active, go for a run or um, help out with little brother and little sister or whatever. Like it needs to be something that has a little bit more purpose and fulfillment tagged to it rather than just scrolling on TikTok. Um, and so one of the questions I, I'm, you've probably heard me say this before, but I ask two questions, two main questions to help kids come up with lists. Um, and this works for adults too. So it's all ages. What do you like to do that's fun? And what do you like to do that's relaxing? And so you make a list and you want to come up with at least five or six options and none of the options can include a screen. So we know our kids like to watch TV. That's a no brainer. But what else? Like, what did they used to do when they were kids? So like your 15 year old, like what did he used to do when he was a kid? Ride his bike, jump on the trampoline, go, go for a swim, um, play catch, you know, build Legos, whatever. It sounds silly sometimes, but sometimes it's actually a good idea to revert back to what you liked when you were a kid and you'll find that you still like it today. And it's very freeing, liberating, wonderful, relieving. Like there's so much good that comes from that sort of thing. So have them answer those questions. I'd like mom and dad to answer that question too. What do you like to do that's fun? And what do you like to do that's relaxing? Or if you don't, I hear this a lot where kids are like, or teenagers are like, I don't know. I don't really have anything. Okay. What did you used to do that was fun? Or what would you like to try? Right? Like let's find some new hobbies. Let's find some new things that sound fun or exciting or challenging for you that you could start doing. So I want mom and dad to make a list for themselves. And I want all the kids to make a list. And so this is their, um, I don't, I mean, I don't call it this, but basically this is teaching them how to cope with boredom. That's it. That's all we're doing, right? Teaching them how to cope with boredom, teaching them to learn how to construct their days differently without a screen. Okay. And then you have check-ins with them. So like, Hey, like you've done really good for two days without so much time on your phone. How are you doing with that? Like, how do you feel? That sort of thing. If you need me to come over and have this talk with you guys, I I totally can. (laughs) I know that there's a lot of pushback from kids and teenagers and that's expected. So you should go into that knowing that that's going to be the case. But that is what I think it would be a great setup. I've seen it happen with, with parents, with families, um, when they're ready to scale back. I know that there's some kiddos and teenagers out there that are really resistant to it. Um, but I've also seen those exact same kids really thrive after getting some of these limits. And I can't tell you how many teenagers I have who are really, really mad at their parents at first. And then 
then they become very, very thankful. Or say their mom and dad never let them kind of go crazy with their screen, um, and now they're getting ready to graduate high school, and they've had a phone for three or four years, and they're just like, yeah, my mom's always been strict with it. And they come back and they say, like, I'm so thankful, because I have friends who, who really just go off and cannot handle it and I'm so thankful that I have more in my life than just my phone or I have you know clients that go away to on a mission trip for two weeks and they can't have their phone and they're they come back and they're like I actually wish I didn't have my phone ever you know so there's something to that right and and then when I ask them what are you going to be like when you're a parent and they say things like oh I'm not giving my kid one of these for a long time like what okay so exactly (laughs) studies show that um kids on their phone i shouldn't just say kids teenagers anyone actually all individuals on their screens um for more than two hours a day their mental health illness Mm, i shouldn't say that depression and anxiety go up about 70 percent and you guys if you followed me at all you know my whole thing is like mental health and suicide prevention and if if being on our if our kids being on their phone for more than two hours equals mental illness or a higher risk of it like no question guys like we need to do what's mentally healthy for our kids rather than just oh I don't want him to get mad at me or I don't want him to throw a big fit it's gonna be hard oh my gosh it's gonna be so hard so with the four-year-old I say take it away cold turkey there's not a lot of reasoning with a four-year-old you kind of just have to do it you can have those talks with him and let him know like hey remember what we talked about no iPad today I know you can do it let's find something else to do let them have their tantrum they will still be okay Uh, with the tween I would the tween and the teen I would say like have some big talks with them that we um, just discussed about making those lists and goals and that sort of thing so that everyone's on the same page but here's the thing mom you have to follow through 110 percent. you have to follow through or all of this is wasted um and then watch it watch yourself too i get asked this a lot so i have a phone and my kids see me on my phone but i need to be on my phone for work but they think i'm being hypocritical or they're getting mad that i'm not following the rules too whatever okay so This is my answer to that. I could do the whole like, well, you're the adult. You can tell them, you know, no, I pay the bills, right? But I I actually don't like that response because to me it just seems really um, degrading and disrespectful to your kid. And that's just going to make them angry and make them want to rebel, okay? So that I don't suggest saying that to your kid. What I do suggest is for you during that family talk that you have to let them know that you use your phone for work and therefore you they might see you on your phone or they might see you on your computer or your tablet or whatever and that you need it for work but the next thing for you to do is to narrate that you're using your phone so this is a whole nother story I'll tell another time but I find that when I pick up my every time I pick up my phone if I don't tell my kids what I'm doing on my phone then they just assume I'm ignoring them or playing Candy Crush or something stupid. And I'm not. I'm like checking emails or texting a client back or something. Or checking the weather, right? Like I could be doing things that like are not bad. I need to see what the weather's like. Do I need to bring a jacket today, right? <laughs> so I found that when I pick up my phone and I say, oh, let me see what time we're supposed to be at that party, then that just, you know, verbalizes to my kids why I'm picking up my phone and it also teaches 
that model behavior of I'm using my phone as a tool, not a toy. So there's like good that comes from narrating. Even if they're not paying attention, I'll still do it because they're still listening. Like they may not seem like they're listening all the time, but they are. And like, I don't like the idea of them seeing on my phone, seeing me on my phone. Another thing we do in our house is we have a code word. So if anyone is on their phone for too long or you really want to get their attention or you're like trying to watch a movie together and you know, you look over and dad is, you know, checking emails or something. Um, we have a code word and our code word, obviously in your family meeting, you need to come up with your own family code word, but our code word is muskrat. So my kids do not have phones. They don't have tablets. They do not have screens, but me and my husband do. And so what we've decided to do is allow our kids to call us out when maybe they notice we're on our phone too much. And we respect that. And we say, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me put it down. Or if we absolutely need to be on the phone, we can respond with, okay, buddy, sorry. I need to finish this email. This is work related. I'll put it down once I'm done. Um, but really and truly, you'll find that um, there's a lot of times when you don't actually need to be on your phone or your kid just needs to tell you one thing and then they're going to run away, run off and go play anyway. Um, and so whatever's on your phone can wait. It'll still be there when you pick it back up. Um, and so it's just, it's something also that I think we will absolutely positively use in the future when our kids do get phones. And so we're just setting up that habit now and we're respecting it. So they say muskrat and we respect it in the moment so that we, hopefully our kids, when they are older, will respect it when we call them out on it too. So come up with some of your guidelines, your goals, your lifestyle that you guys want, um, and then have a really big talk with some of the stuff I just shared in mind and, um, make sure there's, you know, it's out of respect. There's no shame or judgment or blaming at all around it's not like well mom you're on your phone all the time no we're not even gonna go there because I know I am and and we all are and this is a, a family change not just you you know um and yeah let me know what happens I want to know I know this is a really common issue right now coming out of summer and the pandemic is not helping um that year that we were all online school and that sort of thing was really really rough and we had to work from home and it makes sense why we gave our kids more screen time it absolutely makes sense um, but now is the time to not and to kind of change things a little bit and bring it back to how we want it to be and for what's best for our family Okay, so that's it for today. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and hearing me out. I know sometimes I can ramble or it can get really heavy and we talk about things that aren't so pleasant. Um, this parenting gig is no joke. So I encourage you to, I don't know, balance it with something nice. Like now put on a really fun song to sing to or go watch a Disney movie or <laughs> go hug your kid extra long. Um 
And do you guys ever do that whole thing where you let your kid hug you or like they have to be the first one to pull away? I'm a very, very big fan of that, except like my kids never pull away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I have things to do, but I love you so much. I'm sure at some point they will be pulling away. They're still so young. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a great day. If you really are loving this stuff that I'm sharing on here, please subscribe and share with your friends because most importantly, we want other parents to get on board with a lot of the things that I'm talking about. Um, you can find more about me at my website, www.tessastucky.com, or I'm really active on Instagram at the mom therapist. I will see you guys next time.